Let's watch a movie with a friend who's a dad. Where you been? How you doing? Good times to be had. He's a man. He's a dad. He's a hell of a guy. We're hanging out. We watch a movie and we try not to cry. It's too dance. The days are long, but we ain't even mad. Turn it on, sync it up. I'll bet this movie is rad. The chores are done. We bade the children good night. Watching indecent 80s movies. We can't even lie. We're too dance. This podcast is filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Welcome back to 2D Movie Night. Uh, two dads talking movies, except this time it's 3D movie night. That's Ooh, right. Yeah. Added a third dad. Um, we should we introduce ourselves. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm Mark. I'm your host, co-host over here is Q. Back in the most of the time. Back in the saddle. <laughs> Good to be back. Um, and joining us tonight is guest. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Wade. Nice. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Third, third dad sprung this on him last minute, and he was good enough to indulge us. Yeah. So this week, um, we are continuing with our series of 1988 movies again, because <laughs> I made the mistake of telling Quadir is the best year for movies of all time. <laughs> so now we've watched another one. Um, this one is the masterpiece known as Police Academy Five. Number five in the series. So, um, yeah, the hit series Police Academy. <laughs> this is number five. Um, We're going to talk about that. We're definitely going to talk about that. And how many are there? Yeah, seven. <laughs> Good God. Beautiful. I got the stats over here. Uh, I can't wait to get into the stats, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so what we normally do here is jump into a recap of oh, these yeah. movies. Um, who's going to lead this thing? Oh man, we always ask this. I could try to lead it this time because I, I, I like tried my best to uh, actually stick to what happened. Take notes about scenes. Yeah, yeah, thing. scene by scene and kind of try to keep the flow. Okay. Um, that's probably good because I watched this, uh, what? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Six weeks ago. Perfect. Oh. I will be honored to oh, lead us through fresh. this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. yeah, going scene to scene might be a little rough for me. Titles. <laughs> Dude, I got you. The title sequence, it opens. It opens with the uh, the hijinks of Lieutenant Proctor and Captain Harris. They are breaking into Commissioner Henry Hurst's private office. At 3 a.m., they bring up, for whatever reason, to search through his files. And obviously, the audience is left to figure out why. And they finally get to the point where uh, Captain Harris is trying to find some dirt skeletons in the closet uh on um the the lovable common commandant or commandant depending who's saying it (laughs) eric lassard they're looking for some dirt on eric lassard because captain harris is tired of getting looked over for the commandant position and he feels like uh you know it should be his and um yeah he wants to you know try to sabotage and uh the the secret that they find out is captain lassard is old as dirt apparently he's (laughs) One year older than the uh, mandatory. Mandatory, mandatory. Yeah. It's a it's a loose mandatory in this movie, but yeah. the mandatory age, I think, was like seventy eight yeah, or seventy seven, right? whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, the retirement age from the police academy. 
And so, yeah, that's that's the master plan that's devised at the beginning. <laughs> as soon as we come in here, I, I hadn't seen a police guy movie in gotta be 25 years. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's probably about right. Easily, and I was, I was like, oh, I remember this music. It had yep. that great. Yep. I was like, oh, the theme. Here we yep. go. Yeah, remember this. Yep, same theme. And it's so funny you see you bring that up because, yeah, just like you, it's probably been twenty years, which is funny because obviously that brings us back to our twenties. I remember watching the original about twenty years ago, and I remember my thought was, "Geez, this is bad." Mm. It's like so many racial undertones and so many racist jokes that I didn't get when I was younger, right? Yeah. And so I told you, remember we talked, I was like, I've seen Police Academy 5. It's probably the one I've seen the most. So I was really excited to go back and watch this movie because I remember loving this movie. It yeah. was not the same feeling when I watched it. Well, not time. just like racial undertones. This opening scene even had like a homophobic undertone. Oh, right? Dude, I wrote that right down. Number one, one, where five does minutes the bra in. come from? The random bra. In this office of a professional mm-hmm. building, mm-hmm. and then like the when Proctor says thank you or like thank you Bob or Billy or whatever yep. that guy is, and then he's like, oh, you know, yeah. I'm gonna back out of it, like <laughs> right out the gate, right out of the gate. It was the that's what I wrote. They find a pinky, uh, excuse me, a lacy pink bra was the first thing they found before they stumbled upon the files. But yes, that was the janitor. Yep. The janitor yeah. knocks on the door, and um, I think Captain Harris dangles the bra out the the uh, the the, uh, the door and the. And the janitor obviously thinks he's, oh, he must be getting it on in there. And then um, the lovable Lieutenant Proctor says, oh, and then you can tell it's a man's voice. And it's like, what's going on in there? It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. Yeah. My only note on that is this guy's too stupid for this being the fifth movie. Right. Proctor's character like. Oh, Proctor's overly dumb. Oh, man. It's like they've, they they've gone through so many adventures. Yeah. He's like so dumb. Like this bumbling idiot trope. <laughs> like I, I actually have a whole list of all the tropes that I kept seeing throughout the movie. And oh, the yeah, bumbling dude, this... idiot trope is like, yeah. that's like a little thick. This they, movie they is all it. stereotypes and tropes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's probably why I, didn't, why I didn't like it as much <laughs> as I thought I would. It's like, this isn't even funny. Yeah, this is how just... I'm watching this. Yeah, like, this is supposed to be a comedy. So they, they, they devise the, the master plot there, and then it immediately skips to the graduating class of the police academy. And um, then, then right off the bat, it starts with the common theme of the sexual jokes, mm-hmm. where poor officer Bambi Brandon, she gets called up to the podium to pick up her uh, degree. She immediately is shoved from behind. I got all the names. I wrote all the names because I was trying to keep track. <laughs> She's shoved from behind by Officer Kevin Wilson. What happens is this scene was so ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. Officer Kevin Wilson is, you know, obviously an idiot. And, like, as soon as he steps up from his seat, he's looking around, like, pretending like he doesn't know what's going on. So, Officer Bambi, I think she trips over the stairs or something. I thought he, like, pushed her or he, something. She, or, like, bumped into her. I, I feel like she she tripped first to kind of to get her in that compromising position yeah. of being bent over. Yeah. And then, yes. Uh, Kevin Wilson bumps into her with his groin, hits her right in the butt, right? And then she just goes face first into Lassard's crotch, yes. Oh, yes. right? And then and uh, she stands up and says, thank you, sir. And he goes, oh, no, thank you. And it's thank like, wait you. a minute. If that were to actually happen, obviously you would just kind of be like, oh, sorry. Or, or pretend like it didn't happen. Not lean in on the mic in front of the yeah. stage full of people and say, no, thank you. Like, And then creepy vibes the chair <laughs> kicking the chair over so oh he yeah sit down to hide his little pitch tent right? that's right his little pitch tent yeah he had a little chubby i did not notice yeah that. oh man he had the look of delight on his oh, face yeah. Like, oh yeah yep. that was the most i've gotten in this decade <laughs> i did write down 
Is he flustered from a sexy recruit or just old? I can't tell. Dude, so I think I took the note that um, Commandant Lassard is kind of like uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. Like he reminded me of Joe Biden. Oh, he was yeah. old, sleepy, and creepy. Is what I <laughs> so he reminded me of Joe Biden, like right off the bat. And I was like, well, that's, that's funny for me. Yeah. And <laughs> getting back into it, I was like, oh, yeah, that's what this guy does. That's, this is the yeah. character. He's yeah. old. He's bumbling. This is Clueless. it. You know, I, I just I had forgotten what these characters were, I think. <laughs> You know, like coming back into it, I was like, oh, I know what they're doing here. It's every joke's going to be, when he's on the screen, it's bumbling old man jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the slide in the chair thing, but he slid it and he barely. He ba- yeah, he barely made it. He it was, sat right on the thing. just like, what a, a nice timing on that. Just a good timing. <laughs> um, and, and then I wrote, he can't, even, he can't even remember the year. He needs to retire. They're right. <laughs> it is obvious that this guy cannot do his job. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Forget the age. Like, he has got all the <laughs> mannerisms of a guy who needs to pack it in. <laughs> yeah. We also learned at the graduation that um, coming out with SAR is going to be awarded awarded he's yeah. going to he's going to be awarded as the police officer of the decade of the decade of the decade at the uh, upcoming national police chiefs convention in miami beach and i guess i guess special. he's awarded that based on the previous four movies that we can't remember <laughs> right i guess police officer of the decade yeah exactly there's four of them and i can tell you i only remember two so i remember the first one and this one i don't think i've ever seen any of the others uh, it's called Police Academy, and then Police Academy Two doesn't have a subtitle. <laughs> Police Academy Three, back in training. Police Academy Four, Citizens on Patrol. That one I remember. I think I remember Citizens on Patrol. I remember at least the title because that one they're training like real like civilians to go out there and like beat up thugs or something. Oh my god! I I, I feel like I might have seen was that there one too. only in the first two. I don't remember. I think he was in I this movie. Almost misses needs a Gutenberg. Yeah. Oh, like, there's there's, some there's mis- no character holding this movie together. Yeah. Well, it's it's Hightower. I think it's Hightower. You think it's Hightower? I think it, he's the only cohesive person throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Like you're right. It's uh, not the new guy. Uh, no. Nick Nick They try to make it the new guy. They try they to try make, to make Nicholas. First of all, right. you can't introduce the guy that's supposedly holding the movie together at the end of the movie. He gets he gets brought <laughs> in. No, he's I think forty minutes. 40, in. Forty minutes in, they bring him in, in a forty-five minute movie. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> No, I made a note it's because like a 90 like, minute movie. That's knew, halfway in. I knew he was going to be the guy, but I was like, "There's no way he's being introduced 40 minutes in." Oh, and there, and the problem with that is they well, we'll get there, but they fast track his arc like okay. nobody's business. Oh, they shove him right in. Yeah, yeah, they shove him right in. So, so let's see where are we at. The next, here? it's the heist. It's the Egyptian well, heist. Yeah, they do go to that. Um, I do have some more notes about them being. In the office, I said, "There's so many goddamn goldfish in this office." I forgot this was a thing. Why does he only care about one, though? Yeah, <laughs> was this also a cartoon? Did they make a cartoon of this movie or oh this my series? Oh. I, I swear, know. I remember there being a cartoon. I Everything know. got a cartoon series in the '80s. I, I swore this was a cartoon Probably series. Is. Maybe it's just such a live-action cartoon that I think there was a, a thing. You know what? I have a note. These people act like cartoons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They literally act like cartoons. Yeah. It's cartoonish humor, period. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why you're thinking that. It could be. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, okay, and when they get into his office, I think the whole cast kind of gets, there was a moment where like they were like, we're all in the scene. And I yes. wrote everybody that would come back. Not Gutenberg, not Goldthwait, not Kim Cattrall. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. But speaking of the cartoonish behavior, 
when we get introduced to the the characters of the heist mm-hmm. um yeah those guys are like they ham it up right because you, you notice that they used a laser to cut the glass nice. by the way when a perfectly good glass cutter would have <laughs> yeah. done the would've exact the same thing and <laughs> not be nearly as difficult or complex 80s and lasers man i don't know what to tell you and then not only that they broke one triangle thing trying to get in but they descend from three different skylights mm. so instead of breaking one glass and all three of you going through that they broke three they and broke three. while there's a janitor somewhere down there yeah holy, holy inefficient <laughs> and i think I'm... they stole this from the great muppet caper also <laughs> <laughs> they want to steal the baseball diamond i don't know what's going on but i remember my note was three ninjas crossbows grappling hooks and <laughs> yes. high fives because i'm pretty sure they high they literally high five each other when they made it down they're like yeah they were so so excited and they heist the diamonds does anybody remember what the diamonds were called i went i meant to take a note they're like egyptian i just wrote egyptian egyptian yeah. diamonds nice what city are they supposed to be in for the life of me i, I don't know i also they're going to miami but yeah. is this whole thing take place in florida but they have a flight they had like a cross-country flight. Fly. They had a long. I did flight. write down like what city is this police academy, and I've forgotten completely. I think it's San Francisco or unnamed city. Oh, or... Dude, I don't know. I All I know is San they Francisco. went to Miami. Why would you mean San Francisco have to go to Miami? I don't know. Whatever. Oh, you missed the gag where they 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 book uh, Proctor and the other guy on the budget oh. airline. Oh, yeah. that whole yeah. that whole um, prank call. You, you get the Michael Winslow first yeah. uh, effects moment. You know, he has yeah. to pretend to be. You're right. Yeah, that was a You're good right. a good little moment. And, that, and that's what this movie is. It's, like, it's just a series of, oh, you remember Michael Winslow? He does mm-hmm. the Michael Winslow thing. All he right, does, five he, minutes of that. Which I never knew was a metal detector sound, but like, boom, boom. <laughs> Sounds just like his impersonation of a radar. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, <laughs> oh, you're right. That's it. Man, I'm good. <laughs> you're good. I'm just going to drop in the real sounds when we record this. This is the sound of a lawnmower. <laughs> Great job, Mark. Oh, man, the best. <laughs> Spot on. Um, that whole phone bit made absolutely no sense, but it's so funny. There, uh, I wrote down they arrive in Miami next, but there's got to be something before. Well, they get bored so, the plane. The planes. They did the planes. They did the whole... They had, um, to indi- they had to show the two bags looking similar. That's right. And then him carrying his golf bags everywhere. Golf bags, was, dropping balls oh, I don't know how he has Was, like that, was that when they were getting on the plane, the whole thing? Yes. Okay. So, so yeah. that, was, that was... that first interaction, right? Yeah. 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 And, and that's the end result of the prank call, right? No. The whole police academy, right? Or, sorry. Commandant Lassard. I'm gonna I'm gonna purposefully call him Daunt and Dant. But anyways, Commandant Lassard and his loyal few, right? Yeah. The ones that survived the movies, they get on the regular plane mm-hmm. and from the prank call, um what was it called? It was budget budget rental plane was yeah. where they booked yeah, they like um, chickens Proctor, and they're sitting on a toilet. Yeah, they're sitting on a toilet. What the toilet? But like remind me of Jackass though, And like Harris way. made a big point of like, oh, we're VIPs. Oh, we're first. Oh, we're first. Oh, we're first the class. only ones on the plane. Ooh. Like you know, like Spirit what Airlines is what this? they get. <laughs> and Callahan shows up to the airplane in like Miami, ready out. Oh, he's right? ready. Like, he's ready. He's no, no, the girl, the blonde. Oh, oh Callahan, yeah, right. Like, Sorry, like, she's that ready. is not airplane wear, but <laughs> her outfit. I appreciate it. Oh my god. Yes, I do. 
I do remember that from my childhood. I do remember <laughs> I had a thing for Callahan when I was younger. And yep, TWA and Pan Am airplanes on the tarmac. Oh, nice. Was it? Yeah. No, T- nice. You saw the Pan Am logo and the TWA. Yeah, wow. it was nice. old as hell. That's funny. Dude, I spent <laughs> a lot of time because I really wanted to try to make sure I got all the characters' names. I stared at name tags. So I actually appreciate this movie yeah. for trying to get the costumes right. Yeah. They had name tags in their names. So I took notes off of name tags for a lot of this stuff. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yes, the get-ups, and I, I'm not complaining because Callahan was always in something that was very fetching, um, but it's not really a police officer's uniform, mm-hmm. yeah. and or how you think any police officer would ever dress. And did you uh, did you catch who the, the main bad guy was? What's his real yeah, name? I've seen him before. Odo from Deep Space Nine? That's what it is. That's oh, what it is. Rene Abergenois? I saw him and I'm like, I know those eyes. That's <laughs> I know so those funny. eyes. He doesn't live in the bucket anymore. He's <laughs> on the uh, stealing diamonds. So even on the plane, though, like there's the um, the the fat guy trope, right? Where the guy like moves and then the plane, like that felt the, right out of airplane, the right? Plane. Like the plane shifted. And he's like, sir, can you move back to... Oh, my God. And yeah, that's that's what I wrote. I remember writing, oh, here we go with the fat jokes. Right? Yeah, And the yeah. cigar on the plane. And then, like, the first, like, kind of the, the quiet officer that suddenly starts, like, you know, yelling and, like, being real loud and everything. Yeah. Like, with the cigar. And it's just like, oh, this is... The cigar, this yeah. Is oh. back. These are the characters. Yep, yep, Oh, yep. that's what I wrote, too. It's just like, here we go. All the characters got to do their shtick. Yep. And I'm like, we got... Uh, we got tits, we got fat, we got Lassard breaking stuff, we got Winslow noises, hooks is small. All <laughs> of it. They, they're, they're going down the whole list. They're going down the whole list. Yeah. And you remember how they got him, speaking of fat jokes, how they got him to get back to his seat. They're like, oh. Sir, can you move? Can you move? Meal and he's service. obviously not getting the point. And then they're like, meal service is about to start. And he jumps up and he's like, yeah. meal service? And jumps back to his seat. And everybody's like, thank God. And that's, that's a new character, move. right? Yeah, he's new. He was newer, so I don't know which. I think he's from one. this. He's place. probably from Citizens on Patrol. No, because he got his graduation. He was right. graduating at the, the thing. Yeah. Oh, did he? No, You're no, right. In the opening, graduation. so he's new in this so he's, one. He's yeah. the new guy. So they brought a guy in. They were like, "We were running out of jokes. Let's it's bring 1988." So like, I don't know. And on the special budget airline plane, at the very end, when like they're like with all the animals and they're sitting, they finish their conversation. It seemed like they just threw chickens at Harrison. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. They were like, "Oh God!" Like, Literally, like somebody was throwing chickens at him. Yeah, just throwing Proctor, chickens. Proctor's like, "They like you," and I'm like, "No, they don't." Someone is launching so chickens launching. at him. It's like Angry Birds. I mean, it's funny, but he's so dumb. I mean, yeah, it verges on like unbelievable. It's so stupid. So yeah, at this point, I think I wrote the only thing that's funny is how over the top, um, the the uh, cartoonish. Uh, antics and like mannerisms and voices and sounds that the the uh, the crooks are making. Like mm-hmm. the guy you talked about, I don't know what his name is in this movie. They just keep calling him the boss, I think. Right? I yeah. can't remember the main guy. They kept calling him the boss, but he was like, he's like, all right, all right, all right. like he's doing like, whoa, 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 like almost like Three Stooges. Yeah. Oh yeah, he almost does go in that. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, how is that your direction to make that noise? Like. You cannot take a movie seriously when somebody's doing that. And it's a comedy, so I guess you're not supposed to. Yeah, I but mean, it's way this is the be. fifth movie. Like, they've run out of ideas. <laughs> Do we know if it's the same writers? Like, is oh, this the man. same people? Just basically, It's the like, same producer, for sure. Wow. I don't know if it's the same writer. God rest his soul. Because then when they arrive in Miami, my favorite line is, Nice set of papayas. Nice. <laughs> yeah. They say that to uh, Callahan. My best, Callahan. My favorite line in the whole Nice movie. set of papayas. 
and she looks good. I, I get it. And this is where we get not Mahoney. Yeah, uh, ooh, Matt McCoy as uh, well, it's Tuesday Land, right? Yeah. It's Tuesday because there's the robber or the uh, purse right. snatcher, like a cross dressing purse, per- cross dressing purse snatcher, right? Oh, he's there, like he's not even and there to like, pick him up, he's no, there he's solving like, a like, crime, tackling this person that like just stole a purse or something in an airport, yep, like in in a dress, like a man wearing which is like, weird a dress because like he's makeup. related to Lassard, yeah, he could just be there picking him up, right? Right, you don't need this other part, yeah. Because it really wasn't that funny. No, it was horrible. So, like, I actually took a note on that. So, Nicholas Sard comes in, tackles the pickpocket, right? Poses for a photo. Like, it is so campy, right? Poses for the photo. And I do not think he handcuffed this. No, no. This he cart. handcuffed him to the, the, to the golf cart. cart. And then the it's... golf cart starts going out. Because I think they couldn't reconcile him staying with Lassard because you're supposed to probably take them to jail. <laughs> take them to jail! <laughs> no. And so they just wheeled him no, up Jim. on a golf cart. He just gets drugged through the airport to gate 75 or wherever the hell that golf cart was going. <laughs> Nice set of papayas, by the way, was followed up with vavoom. Somebody did an audible vavoom, and it's like, she's right there. You don't do that. So funny. Did you recognize uh, Not Mahoney uh, from anything? Yes, but where? Uh, He's Lloyd Braun from Seinfeld. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, And also ads for Hartford Insurance. Do you remember that? No. It was later after his career had kind of died, but he would... He did like hundreds of ads for like Hartford Insurance. Oh my god! And I remember them, but like I don't remember a specific one. But I I watched a couple on YouTube, and I was like, oh yes, I've seen lots of these. Wow! <laughs> so Callahan's breasts they 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 move in on those every once in a while. But when when they when Nick finally you know does the whole thing and then he actually talks to his uncle, uh, Captain Lassard, excuse me, Commandant Lassard says, "I want you to meet my finest friends." And he puts his hands right in front of Callahan's mm-hmm. chest, and she oh. looks down. <laughs> she looks down at her chest. I didn't catch this you joke. Maybe yeah. I looked away. You probably know. did. You, how oh. could you? Callahan was on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> there were hands. No. <laughs> um. She's got a head. But no, they um. Then they then I think they cut to like the resort. I guess. Yeah. They right? they bring him into the um to the resort up the front doors and into the space like the whatever the hall is yep. and this is where my note on like the funny thing that i noticed was that they had all the state flags right and they had like dec- uh, police officer of the decade or something in the middle and all the state flags and i could recognize a few on there the one not state flag that was on there is the confederate stars and bars oh, not even kidding sure that wasn't the old georgia flag was He's, the old or, Georgia flag just stars and bars? Oh no, it, it had it in the corner. Maybe it was Alabama. The I mean, top corner of the flag used to be. The Maybe one. it was a rotated flag then. This but like hilarious. it was there, and I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, I did notice it too, and I was like, "That, that is not a that's state." Odd. They don't that have is, that anymore. That's not crazy. You want to know what I wrote? Huh? Titty sweat. That's my only note. What? <laughs> what? Because that? you didn't see the titty sweat. Callahan just... switched outfits again. Now she looks like she's in an aerobic jazzercise outfit as they're about to walk through the resort. And she just has just cups of titty sweat, right? All right. I need to watch this again. We need yeah. to go back to that scene and get to the, the titty video sweat. <laughs> I did write down. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> By the way, the real actor that did the janitor from the first scene, mm-hmm. his first name is Beans. Shut up. Not even kidding. I saw it on like the IMDb. I'm like, Beans. beans. Oh, beans. beans. Good, old, good old beans. I did write, have to get Cal- Callahan into the pool a- ASAP. Did she go to the pool? She did not go to the pool. So this is what happens. You, I know you remember the pool scene from the first one. Maybe yeah. that's why you were hoping it would happen did, again. Didn't she jump in the pool? Yeah. 
no, this was where no. um the the whole new 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 this is Mahoney. the new this new yeah Mahoney. new Mahoney Nick Lassard Nick Lassard he's walking I got this note he's walking the fellas yep. around yep right and then he's like showing them the resort and then they stop at the pool because they see they see Kate oh, and, Kate and she's new, dipping her toes in the new water. Mahoney is gonna skis on this well uh, he says um let me show you how it's done yeah no I I wrote down Tackleberry leans in and says. Show us how. Show us how it's done. And then I wrote, gross. Even worse. <laughs> and then Hightower, the guy that we're accusing or somewhat allegedly is the guy who's holding us together, he audibly woofs. Yeah. He was like, yeah. He goes, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, this is creepy. And this is when I figured out, this is why I thought it was so hard to talk to women. Uh-huh. I see movies and shit yeah. like this, and you're like, is this what you're supposed to do? Like, is this how you're supposed to talk to females? You can't get anywhere. Not only does he, oh my god, I wrote so many notes on what he did. <laughs> he poses as a, a, as, a as, masseuse the, or the, something. Yeah, he's yeah. like he was like, ooh, poolside masseuse, and like literally puts his hands on her and starts right giving away. her a massage, right? And obviously she gets the one up on him and tackles him and throws him into the pool. So maybe those are the tits you're thinking. Maybe about. thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wrote down there was tables have turned. By the way, worst sunglasses ever. <laughs> there were some '80s jobs in there. But apparently that worked, though. The creepy massage worked because the very next scene, they're all palling around and playing Frisbee together. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> I wrote down volleyball time. Volleyball time. And oh then I was gosh. like, nope, Frisbee. Frisbee. I thought they were going to start playing volleyball for some reason. Why did they I think Frisbee that? Frisbee like six no, no, feet away I, from No, no, because there's a whole Hightower volleyball. You can't get a ball past Hightower because he attacks on every serve, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is yep. not how you play volleyball. But like, also, <laughs> why... Why are you playing? Like, why are you playing against Hightower? Sit this guy down. Yeah, it was like a random, like, we're buddies yeah. palling around montage. Yeah. Yep. And he played some volleyball and was murdering everyone. Um, did you guys recognize which hotel this was at? Um, no. Hilton Fontainebleau in Miami. This is Premier The Fontainebleau. Only the best for the police Only academy. the best. So, like, I think a part of this movie production was just so that all these people and the producers could just hang out at the Fontainebleau. Oh, I'm sure. Like, this, like, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, what the heck is We're going to go on vacation. We're going to spend two weeks at the, or four weeks at the yeah, Fontainebleau. And there's tons of brand placement in this. I don't know if you guys have notes on it, but it's tons of brand placement. I saw the Coke. I saw the Coke in yep, the, Coke. yeah. Coke. But do you think in the 80s that was paid for or that just sitting around? Had to be. No, one's, always, no one's placing codes yeah. perfectly like that, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I've always had that like internal discussion oh. with myself. Like, did they pay for that? And they had the shark with uh, Tackleberry. Tackleberry. Tackleberry, Tackleberry, Tackleberry saves spoke, him from a shark attack with his 45. Spoke to the shark. You know? yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, they just... Said, you they, move it, mister! Move <laughs> it! It felt like just like such a like random scene. And I was like, Tackleberry ruined that gun. That's in the ocean. This gun's... This guy's dead. Not how uh, much he cleans it. I mean, <laughs> he's, oh man, he's, he's polishing it every hour. He's polishing the shit out of the gun. He's clicking it. He's, he's off as he's lobby popping in there. He lobby pops later. <laughs> oh, and then more hijinks, right? With the, the suntan lotion. Oh, oh dork. Oh, dork. The dork. I remember that scene. Because I remember, I was like, does that work? Like, that blew my mind for years when I was younger. I was like, does that work? I'm going to try to do that. I've never tried. Has anybody tried to ride on themselves in sunscreen? I think you are can. You like, are you guys so not aware of this story? Oh, is there... It's story time? What? Perfect sidebar. You don't know that this happened to a friend of ours? Ben? No. Oh, Ryan, man. Brian. Ah! <laughs> story time. <laughs> sidebar. May have Notes to, closed. Story time. Uh, music. May have to... <laughs> Transition music. Leap out a name, because this is like, you know, who knows? Anonymous. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? old roommate of mine 
um, was was uh, at the pool at, at his house or at a friend's house with his girlfriend and his uh, nephews. And he passed out by the pool. And his this nephews thought awesome. it would be hilarious to write something on his chest. They haven't seen this movie, I assume, but they could have. Uh, they wrote poop across his chest in six inch letters in giant <laughs> sunscreen blobs. Holy shit. And he comes, he comes home to our apartment and he's like, you know that, you know that feeling when like you can't, your shirt, you're so sunburned that your shirt hurts you. No. Yes. He yeah. walked in the front door and he, and I was like, he's walking all funny. And I was like, Oh, what's up, man? You look really red. And he's like, I fell asleep by the pool. Like, Oh, that sucks, dude. That sucks real hard. You're so red. You're so like a lobster. He's like, that's not the worst part. And he lifted up his shirt and it was like clear as day. Poop. Holy shit. Across his chest. It works. These kids are like Mythbusters. The worst part about it was though, like, uh, I think it was that, maybe it was that day or the next day, uh, Charlie comes up to him and he, he was, I think it might have been right in this moment. And he's like, oh, he's so red. And he, like, reaches out to grab him to, like, to touch t- it. To be like, ha, I'm going to touch a sunburn, you, you jerk. And Brian backs away, and he just gets a fingerprint on his chest. And when he twisted it, the skin broke, and he started bleeding. Oh, my oh. God. He was so sunburned that he was, like, a crispy piece of chicken. Oh, my That's God. terrible. He just barely touched him, and it was like, and then blood started coming what out of his body. The... I've oh. never heard of a sunburn that and then like weeks like weeks go by he's still sunburned and he pulls up his shirt and there's like scabs around the word poop oh my god and i assume it's still there to this day oh my god he got a legit like stage like level one burn yeah, yeah like, man oh my gosh i'm assuming there is a grown man walking around with a, a, a kind of a blurry <laughs> a word scar. that says poop across his chest wow. i really hope his skin i can't believe you don't know that story i do wow. not know that story and i'm so glad I've that i learned about so it right now on this pod so that funny. is fantastic sorry for your poop chest <laughs> that's 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 great. I love it. That was great. Yeah, I just can't, I saw this and I was like, oh, this is where it came from. Oh my god, that's crazy. Because so yeah, mystery solved. Yep. I have a eyewitness. <laughs> so before, there are a lot of hijinks in here. I'm not sure how this whole they're, when they're walking along the beach, it seems like they just sort of do a bunch of random shit. Random uh, I wrote down butt wipe. Butt wipe. Because he called somebody a oh, butt dude, wipe, yeah. and I loved it. Dickhead, butt wipe, all of it. <laughs> I think, oh, because he was standing in the sun. Yeah. That was Harris, when he got his, yeah. yeah. Harris called somebody a butt wipe, and yeah. I'm like, this uh, is... He called Steve, the new Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Nick Lassard. He was like, some dickheads in yeah. my son. And then he called me, he's like, move it, butt wipe. And then he went and away I think with they that. repeated his butt wipe. Butt wipe. Yeah. I haven't heard that in a long time yeah. or something like that. He comes back and But like, now it's come back full circle. That was like, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got um, other notes? I did say there's never been more close-up bikini shots in a movie. It's yeah. not like they were just like cruising around the crowd the looking same for bikinis. bikinis you find today yeah. at the pool yeah. today, yeah. like it, uh, at the beach. It today. felt very modern, crazy. <laughs> um, I think I have a note about um, uh, Proctor ordering one of those potato coladas. Potato colada. Oh, Where God. the fuck did they come from that they don't have pina coladas I in don't know. your city? Like, so I'm that's what makes me think it's not San Francisco. It's like, where did you come from, is guys? Proctor Irish? I... <laughs> yeah. No, he really did want a potato colada. <laughs> he made him the wrong thing. He wanted, he wanted a cold leek soup with some vodka in or something. 
Pretty sure it'd be whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, true. And then um, that one up. it tra- transitions to night. And then they have the never ending limbo scene. I think you're missing one. Oh, you're no. missing the water skiing scene. Oh, oh yes. the butt cheeks. I remember that. Somehow yes. gets gets barefoot and then he gets he wore his ass out. Just like the stupidest joke ever. So dumb. Which is amazing. Like, have you have you water skied or what a wakeboarder? You've done wakeboarding. Oh, you right? have water skied. Water skied, right? Like, you know how hard it is to hang on. And when you don't want to hang on, you just let go. Yeah. Right? Like, I have you have you wakeboard or water skied? No. Yeah. Like, so it's pulling, it's a boat that has like 180 horses pulling you through the water. You're not just hanging on. Like, and not only that, like, he like got up on his feet for a second. He was was barefoot. He thought he was grooving. He was like, I'm doing good now. First time you can like barefoot ski this shit? Like, no. Like, my first time wakeboarding, I ate it like 50 times in a row before I finally stood I was up. there with you. I never got up. Oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> the boat was not powerful enough to pull my fat ass <laughs> to the water. I kept going submarine mode. It's like that scene Deeper. from, uh, fuck, what was the name of that movie? Adam Sandler. Like, um, there's the one where, like, him and all his buddies, they grown ups, grown ups. Grown ups. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin, Kevin James is on the fucking deck and. He's too fat. The fucking boat's like. Well, there was it was uh, Fred's boat, and mm-hmm. there was three That's or right. four people in the boat, That's and right. it didn't have enough horsepower. Yeah, yeah. 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 it did not work out. <laughs> hey, work out for you guys. You're like hundred pounds less than me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I got for the water skiing scene. Just wore his yeah, ass out yeah, and comes yeah. back with the assless chaps. The assless chaps. But his butt cheeks aren't. I mean, they're not red. Like it, it, it wore through some swimsuit material. Neoprene, yeah. Yeah, neoprene. But, and yeah. But his ass should have been scratched off. I saw it should have been bloody. That's like what I wanted. Burned. Like almost <laughs> like almost like a deep sunburn. Yeah. Yeah. I think people would have been like, This is too much. This man is hurt. <laughs> and they really show what would have happened. Oh, that's funny. I think I think my next note here is it's uh when it starts to skip after all this lovely stuff that we covered. Um it skips back to the uh criminals who are doing the most inefficient search and i would assume that they have to search every hotel in miami because they have no clue where captain lassard is with these diamonds right they got switched out from the bag at the airport um they're literally going from like uh hotel to hotel saying have you seen this white-haired guy and blah, blah 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 and there's like a total of five and they're just like a group of two so and inefficiently going around Miami's huge. Miami's big. There's a ton of neighborhoods. There's like the convention center that's on like kind of the mainland. And then there's all of South Beach, which is where they are. And it's like, yes, like you started on the main area, which is fine. The convention area, that would make sense. But like, this is impossible to it, find someone in 24 hours. 24 hours. That's what right. That's their timeline. Do they already know he's the commissioner? No. They just know he's they, they don't know. Him. They don't know who he is yet. Yeah. They just know he's a white haired guy that they know what he looks like. Okay. Commandant, and so Commandant for... sorry. <laughs> and we're at this point, we're 45 minutes in, and the kidnapping has not taken place. Still hasn't taken place yet. <laughs> Still hasn't taken place yet. So, so, so that they they cut to that, and then I do have we go to the limbo scene. Yes, limbo the scene. Never ending at limbo night. Scene. Never yeah. ending limbo. If Captain Harris, and this is, I think this is where I took my note, where I was like, is this how you're supposed to talk to women? Oh, Captain yeah. Harris slides up to some poor, 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 poor soul, half and his age. Yeah, half his age. At one point, he calls her a little girl. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, little girl, <laughs> want to go up to my room?" Like, if you ever have to call someone a little girl, you're too fucking old, and it's creepy. But he goes up to her, and his 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 uh, his opening line is trying to guess her astrological sign. Which he, he does. Yeah. Go, 
incorrectly twice. Yeah. And then he says, you have a nice tan. I've got a tan, too. You want to come up to my room and rub lotion on it? Like, what the fuck like, is going on? There's a wild transition, buddy. Yeah, that's a wild opening line. <laughs> it's a numbers game, Quan. That, oh, <laughs> the one that got me, the last thing he said to her is he was like, "What?" this is when he says, what's your name? Or little girl. He goes, what's your name, little girl? My name is Thaddeus Harris. Maybe you've heard of me. Who the fuck knows who Thaddeus Harris is in yeah. Miami? I mean, maybe in the world that Commandant Lassard is the number one cop of the millennium. <laughs> of the whatever. decade, of the millennium. He's old enough to get the... I thought it was a Lifetime Achievement Award. They're only honoring him for a fucking decade. It, yeah. He's like almost 80. He's had a 50-year career. They only care about the last 10. Yeah. Um, I, in this scene, it does have maybe my favorite part of the movie. It's just a small scene uh, where Harris gets blasted by the tip of that cigar. Oh, yeah. And it comes out like somebody shot a fucking paintball gun at him. <laughs> It's, it hits him like, Pack! and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" It looked like a piece of shit. I mean, in the eighties, the props department had to be pretty practical. You can almost right? hear the air cannon go off off screen. Just, well, we have this potato gun. Do you think that would work? It's from, the potato gun is from the fuck potato collider. Oh my god. After we're done making these potato coladas, all we can do is wad up construction paper and shoot, shoot it. Oh yeah, it was supposed to be a spitball or something, right? It looked, it literally looked like the fucking brown oh. fucking uh, paper. He gets it so hard, it made me laugh. That that might have made me laugh more than anything in the first fifty minutes of this movie. Look, everything they're trying to make you laugh at isn't funny. You find other things yeah. to laugh at, and I think I wrote here. Oh, they, I think they uh, now they cut back to the 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 um, the crew, the, the the crooks or whatever, and um, this motherfucker is chow. One of them is chowing down on the jelly donut. I just yeah. wrote jelly donut in all caps, <laughs> and it's fucking gross. So I'm watching this movie on headphones. I don't know if any of you guys had did as well, but the audio track is just loud, wet, smacking. <laughs> chewing in my ear and like he's not even a part of the conversation it's the boss talking to the other crew he's in the back of the convertible looking like he literally ate the ass of a powdered donut man because he has a circle of fucking powder on like his cocaine. face like, 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 yeah, cocaine. like yeah. yeah it's it's like fucking tony montana he's got a pile of tony montana on his lips eating a jelly donut smacking squirting jelly all over fucking kids or the other guy yeah. in the fucking car. And, and I was like, like, oh my God, the powder. The jokes joke. like don't pay off, right? Like it's no. like, okay, like you do the donut thing. You look like you just did a bunch of Coke. Make that joke pay off, mm-hmm. right? But like, I don't think this movie does that. It doesn't. I don't think it does that. It, no. Yeah, just like it shows you something and it's like, isn't this funny? You're supposed yeah. to laugh at this. Gag yeah. after gag after gag yeah. after gag after gag that just aren't funny. They aren't funny. And I think they're. This is where they show uh, Commandant Lassard and his. This is where I think this is where. Yeah. He's unpacking. And I wrote, "It's day two, and he hasn't unpacked the fish." Yeah, the fish. That's what I thought too. We're on day two. Where's my fish? First of all, how's the fish not spilled? Because this is an open goldfish bowl that he put in a fucking luggage bag and took on a plane. (laughs) And we are to assume, which we do find out, because they open the other bowl, other bag with the bowl in it, that it doesn't spill. It's insanity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So funny. So and, and funny. he has, is there a video camera in there? Yes. It's a video camera. So there's a video the camera are, in right. the actual bag. Yeah. And yes. we, we saw them put the, the diamonds in the video camera at some we point. We didn't see them, but later them. you see how the video camera like basically gets split in half like a clamshell yeah. yep. and diamonds fall out. And, and, and the boss keeps mentioning it because the guys try unsuccessfully to, to, to get the bag. Like mm-hmm. they try their goofy ways to get in there and they obviously don't. Um, and when the the one gentleman with the jelly donuts brings the fucking bag downstairs, the boss is like, where's the camera? And he's like, what are you talking about? And that's when they allude to, I put the diamonds in the camera. And he's like, yeah. well, you didn't fucking tell me the diamonds on the goddamn camera. You said get the bag. Like, also Christ. like, check the bag. <laughs> check the you bag. now have the thing that has the diamonds. Check the bag. Let and Lassard is, he thinks, oh, but they've got me a nice gift. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he thinks it's a camera. And a so gift. He, and so him. he's carrying around this camera the rest of the movie. He's yep. like filming stuff, I think. What's the first thing he films? I don't oh, remember. Yeah. Across, the, across he, the way. He, he picks up the camera and he looks at the neighbors zooms and, and zooms in and he's immediately watching some guy have a fucking affair or some oh, shit. Man. And he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. this can come in handy. And it's one like, girl Jesus disappears Christ. into a bathroom or something. And then another, another girl another comes girl, out like, with less clothes. Less clothes. Less clothes coming in. Man, and is Lassard my dad? Is Lassard Jesus Christ. We're unpacking all sorts of stuff here on two dads. Three dads today. That's great. Wait, is this where the climbing outside the balcony happens? Yeah, because yes. they, they, they're trying. So, like, they're wearing all black. <laughs> it's Miami. It's sunny as shit. White buildings everywhere. They throw a grappling hook onto the balcony, and there's a guy climbing up what looks like at least, at the very minimum, based on the angle of the thing, sixth to seventh floor <laughs> mm-hmm. of this hotel. No one pays attention. <laughs> Right, like yeah. no one sees the one like climbing up on the outside of the a, poli- a hotel that's hosting the police convention. Yes, the, the police convention, which are yeah. Oh my. oh my god! And that's when they break to the police convention. I can't remember if this is when the uh, crooks find out who he is. I think yeah, I just they followed him. They in. follow him in, and they see and all then the they cops. Open the doors and they're like, oh, wrong. oh shit, and uh, wrong like, room, and they leave. Like a forty-foot <laughs> picture of him on the wall or whatever. No. I think I wrote down shoe him shoehorn in more Winslow here because they must have done some Michael Winslow bit. (laughs) Probably. Yes, I think they did. They threw him in. It's almost like this. I feel like the scenes with Michael Winslow aren't connected to the rest of the movie. It's like they're not. It's just he's a guy that you know. Yeah. And here's a fact. I feel like Michael Winslow was my favorite character when I was growing up because all the cool sounds and I thought he was cool. Watching this movie, I feel like he has social anxiety and he uses yeah. the the sounds to oh. cope with his situations yeah. he he does it like it's this weird attempt at humor like he did it for the kid on the on the plane that's right like he starts pretending like he's cutting uh i guess who's the hair thing? or something cut the of hair the of the of the uh, chancellor or whatever the hell they call that guy hearst was that hearst no yes uh, it, it was, was hearst. hearst yeah it was hearst it was the stupidest thing and the kid one kid laughed and the kid with the funky haircut but he almost doesn't have any other lines other than his like sound no lines just sounds so imagine how awkward that would be if he did the sounds and then like just stared at you for a while (laughs) 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 oh he's really chewing up this scene (laughs) oh man so i did take the note that the police officers convention is corny i was really curious if that's a real thing because i've been to conventions in my line of work there are there's one coming up in New Jersey sometime if you guys want to go. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I want to go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you think about it, it's a convention. It's a fucking, if you've ever been to any other convention, same thing. Yeah. They set up fucking boots, boots and everything. Officer equipment. New nightsticks. New maces, <laughs> new nightsticks. I don't know. I don't know. New pistols. Um, <laughs> 
so it's I think one of the crooks takes a cactus to the balls at some point in here. Is that yes. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, that was that was at one of the demonstrations at yeah. the uh, yeah. At the convention. I did laugh was, at that. Um, that was the second the second laugh pads, I got. Right, the three yeah, that was Kate. They had for uh, martial arts demonstrations. Yep, yep. Yeah. Kate. Kate was down there doing. Martial okay, arts. so that's what we go into here. So. So it cuts to them walking around a little bit, and they're doing different demonstrations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Because they're chasing um, Lassard to try to cut the camera strap off. Oh, right? yep. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's the two going like through, idiots yeah. are trying to yep. follow. That's yep. why that, I can yep. I can never remember the connective tissue of this yep. movie. It just feels yep. like things happen. And, and this is where it's confirmed that Kate was a perfect fucking stranger that Nick was fucking creeping yep. on as a cop. Yep. And he learns he that she's a cop. She was a cop. He was like, they were like, you didn't know that she can do that because she was doing all of the Taekwondo or whatever. Yep. And he was like, uh, I didn't know she was a cop. <laughs> like, yeah. He knew nothing about her, and he definitely tried to, you know, run And a lot of her. the 80s martial arts over the top, like, oh, yeah. posturing and everything. It's... Michael Wilson got another Ooh. cameo there. Ooh. He came, oh, yeah, he with, came uh, on yeah. with the... The Miss uh, That was probably the audio. coolest thing that he did. I used to always love that stupid voiceover, mm-hmm. like, you know, dub lips, lips not matching the sound. <laughs> mm-hmm. move. It is pretty funny. It's a classic bit. That was funny. Um, did Hooks, uh, did she throw a bunch of regular uh, civilians into the water? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just wrote, yeah. Hooks she told just them ruined up. these people's back suits. Up. Told them to back up. Back yeah, up. They all just back fell up. in the water one by one. Like, hilarious. Like, <laughs> Yeah. All, but I guess it was the 80s. Nobody had cell phones, but nope. like, that used to be a big thing. You're like, you ruined my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I also took a note here that around this time, we learned some of the names of the crooks. Oh, it's I didn't only... catch the names. Oh, it's Tony. I wrote it down. That's what Renee's, Aboriginal's name, right? Oh, so is Tony the main guy? I think. Tony's Thank the boss. you, because I didn't get Tony. <laughs> Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Tony. Tony. Hey! <laughs> oh, so sad. So sad. It's really mud. The two, the two henchmen that are with him, Mouse. Mouse is the one with oh, the cool yes. glasses, right? And guess the guess the the name of the guy with the fucking donut. His name is Sugar. Oh, of course it is. God damn His it. name is Sugar. God I couldn't tell if it's because he likes sugar or he has diabetes. <laughs> he got the sugar. <laughs> He's got the sugar. <laughs> sugar, sugar sickness. Oh, and one of the other guy's name is Julio. <laughs> So there were remember there were two lazy fucking there was two there's two groups. So the main group has who's the boss? Tony. It's got Mouse, Sugar, Sugar, the guy with the fucking sugar, and Julio. Julio's the guy with the fucking syringe. That's he was the one who was tasked with sticking Lassard in the butt cheek with whatever serum is in this way too excited about it. Oh, he was so excited to do this. And he does the, here's the cartoonish mannerisms, the, oh, I'm going to yeah. get him. Fucking sticks the wrong guy because he's hamming it up for the camera. Yeah. Also, that's way too much liquid. Yeah. <laughs> way I don't know what this liquid, liquid is, but he could have killed Harris. That's, like that's who he hit. Five in to the ten mil- mils of liquid. If you got to inject your butt cheek, that would sting to all hell. Like, just you would regular know. liquid. Like, regular saline, you would yep. sting to all hell. Like, so I wrote down. This is a weird note. Tackerberry is the baby, and Callahan is the mom. Is this weird sex role play? Oh my! Did I watch something else for a second? Oh, uh, that's funny. Did I flip over. That's funny. You might have. No, no idea. No? At some point, one of my notes says, "Like I have no idea what's going on." <laughs> it's probably right around here. It's probably right around here. You know why? Nobody knew what was going on because this kidnapping we've been talking about—they didn't even plan it. It just happened. It just happened, <laughs> and it's one hour in. By the way. One hour One in, hour in yeah. Lassard gets kidnapped. Right. Yeah, because all they were going to do, their plan was to knock him out with this serum mm-hmm. and then just take, take, the, take the fucking camera. Yeah. 
They missed. They stuck Harris in the butt cheek, and then they just fucking went for it. And I think and, earlier they had set up that like there was going to be some kind of like interactive demonstration, some yep. poli- police tactics yep. demonstration. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. And, yep. and so, so Lassard is like looking for something to happen. He's mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, the one they did at the '87 show was yep. great." You know. Yep. yep. So yep. he's into it. So he's into it because uh, who's the boss? Loses it because they. This is like the. Tenth time they've they've been thwarted in their attempt to get this fucking camera. So he snaps and just pulls a fucking gun out in the middle of the police <laughs> officers' convention. They have five guns to roughly a hundred and fifty, and somehow they accidentally kidnap the commandant. <laughs> oh my god! Who's along for the ride because he's old and dumb and thinks that it's a fucking play. Yep, <laughs> this is delightful. You know, it's delightful. He, he was a delightful hostage. Yeah, yes, he was. So they take they take Commandant Lassard up to the they get in the penthouse. The, the penthouse after suite. he told him to take him. Yeah, he says, "Do it. This is gonna be a great idea." And then he's there's like sort of that's where the hostage situation sort of yep. starts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is stuck on the bottom mm-hmm. planning, right? Mm-hmm. And then I wrote down Tackleberry is just jacking off this giant gun. The gun. And then he <laughs> fires around. That's the lobby pop. Yep. He he's around. literally like moaning and groaning, massaging this gun and clicking the fucking trigger and they keep telling him to stop. Hurst. Hurst keeps telling him, he's like, could you stop playing with the gun? I'm sorry. He can't help it. But Jack this hammer (laughs) right in front of everybody. And what does he get? He gets to blast off around in front of a room full of cops and say, my bad. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) I almost murdered someone. Let's keep on going. Where did that bullet go? He has like a fucking 45 caliber desert eagle it's damaging something in that room a person the wall a window i think it landed in the guacamole and everything's fine yeah i wrote police academy the rescue god this sucks oh my god i was losing my patience of this movie at this point yeah and then once again we fast track here because we're probably about an hour in and there's like maybe 25 minutes left in the movie so we got to do this whole kidnap thing Mm -hmm. and so what this leads into is you know, they, they go to the penthouse, like you said. Mm-hmm. Another another room for a fat joke here. Fat guy has oh, yeah. to run run up the stairs. And they doubled it up with bad grammar, I guess. So a little bit of a racial undertone mm-hmm. there. He heavily breathes, gets off the steps and says, Why come I get the part with the stairs? Because uh, like, you don't know English, I guess. I don't fucking know. But that's why I come. <laughs> um. Yeah, they, they, them sneaking up there, they tried to make him like, this is the new hit squad. They're coming in. The police academy are coming. Here it is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And uh, so now, yeah. Harris shows up, yep. tries to shave the day, save the day. The bumbling in it, Proc- Proctor fucks it all up. <laughs> he had him. He had him. He had him. He had him. He, he would have been the hero. He could have he... actually just waited. He just could... wait right there. I got a shotgun. You guys stay right there. We're yeah. good. We're yeah. Just wait. Just oh, wait. Yeah. Harris, Harris says, get down there and get him. Proctor fucking climbs down like a moron. Oh, yeah. Harris is like, hey, there's a ladder right there. What the fuck are you doing? And then he trips fucking, he trips Harris and they both fall to their demise, drop their weapons. And now Harris is kidnapped as well. Yeah. So now there's two kidnap victims. And so they're on the roof at this point. Mm-hmm. Were they supposed to get on a helicopter? They yes. did. They the got on a helicopter. And the helicopter takes them mm-hmm. to a boat. To a boat. To a boat that's not in a marina, nope. by the way. Like so, like if you're thinking Miami and a marina, you're talking like cigarette boats, you're talking speed boats, you're talking like fast or yachts, right? Mega yachts. Mm-hmm. 
they go to the Everglades. I'm pretty sure, yeah, mostly they have Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Oh no, this is go? like definitely like hundred miles away. Yes. Yeah, they're in the swamp. They're not. Yeah, like this is not. You're mobilizing your group. Like I'm thinking, no, you get on a cigarette boat, you're going to Cuba, right? Like that's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. if you're if you're going to get on like let's do that. Let's do that. Now they get on a yacht. It's ridiculous, just well, like you said. Or it, I guess I'm even is it really? No, it's like I thought you needed a It's like a river cruiser. It's, it's like a pontoon boat. Like a it's shallow not a yacht. keel. It's definitely not a yacht. shallow keel. It's a hat to, like it's got like goofy hats on the ceiling and like it's in a canal or something. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure that boat had a fucking Easter basket on the roof. Oh yeah. You might have to go back and get this no, no, screenshot. That but was, I'm pretty sure I saw Easter basket that was the on the thing. roof. Um what was that was, it? that was one of the gift baskets in the penthouse. It was a gift basket of like treats or something like that. And they took it? And they took it and put it on top of the boat. Why did they take it? Too. And I was like, why the fuck are you bringing this thing? But yeah, they had it. They brought, it was like a gift basket, you know, cellophane with a big basket and everything. That's what you saw. I thought the Easter Bunny was going to show up. <laughs> and then that boat like had like a totally flat top. There wasn't like a little ladder yeah. to like get up there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is like a That's terrible boat to it's the have as a getaway. It's the worst boat ever. <laughs> but. Real quick, for any of you family movie fans out there, when um, Harris was popping off at the mouth and who's the boss told him he was going to be shark bait, I 100% screamed, 100% screamed, <laughs> Shut up, shark bait! <laughs> <laughs> that was fun for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs their thing. <laughs> I was like, is that an Easter? My next note, is that an Easter basket on the getaway boat? <laughs> and not to mention, so yeah, just like you said, so they get on fucking fan boats, right? Because like yeah. they're in the Everglades. Just you like gotta you have said. an airboat chase. Yep. Air I have airboat chase. <laughs> airboat chase. <laughs> I think I tell them another page. Exclamation point. So this was the most anticlimactic, worst airboat chase ever. It was literally just driving on airboats. They didn't, no shooting. There was nothing. There was no action. It was just a tour of the Everglades. But Hightower, what vehicle did he get? Instead of one of these high-power gets... fan airboats. Oh, God. This this is another laugh for me. He gets a child-sized jet ski. Bubba Smith on that tiny-ass jet ski is... That's like I a child-sized There was jet ski. two people on it. They straight-up spaceballed, my man. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Hightower. And, and uh, what's his name? What do they call him? Uh, what does Wilson call him? I can't remember what they call him. Is he like motor mouth or whatever the fuck they call it? Right. Whatever. But they were they were in tandem on this fucking child's fucking jetski. I was expecting them to be like, where ain't found shit. <laughs> I was expecting them to <laughs> My bad. Kicked over the podcast blue. So there's also like in the airboat thing, I think they tried to like zhuzh it up a little mm -hmm. with the airboat jump. And I don't know if you oh. saw this. I had to pause this because I was like, did I just see what I thought I saw? On the airboat jump, they had the two airboats of the police officers mm -hmm. facing each mm -hmm. other. The person on the higher seat was the real person. The person in the front seat, mannequins. Oh, nice. Two mannequins. So I'm like thinking like, okay, this must be a safety thing. But you're sitting right in front of the mannequin. can't afford to kill these A-list stars. A-list? This is two feet in front of them. Well, they're on A-list stars. If something's going wrong, they are all fucked. Like, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, like this isn't much margin of error here. So yeah, I thought that was that was funny. They put dummies in the front seat. I definitely saw the dummies real quick. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst uh, boat chase since 1988's Picasso Trigger. Picasso Trigger! Which feels like it was filmed in the same canal. <laughs> Except they had real boats. Of the Everglades? Oh, but hey, speaking of which, though, this is when, remember we were talking, this is when Hightower wrestles an alligator. Yep. yep. I don't know if they actually tell us how he won that fight. 
I'm guessing he actually drowned an alligator. I didn't think that was possible, <laughs> but Hightower drowned an alligator. And it didn't float back it up? It did not. I was waiting for it to float back up. Nope, they swam away like a job well done. The fucking alligator is still there somewhere. What are you guys doing? You can't drown a fucking alligator. And this is the Everglades, which if I'm, I don't know much about Florida, but I'm pretty sure there are alligators everywhere. Yeah. There's more, there's more where that came from. <laughs> And then, like, I mean, it's just a whole bunch of beaten up fucking crewmates, <laughs> swashbuckling in the uniforms. Everglades. They were all wearing the same thing, like the light, um, the blue, blue and white, blue and white shirt with the shorts. Yeah. And they, I swear, they beat up the same guy like five times. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. It was like, we were like they were like, no we notes. need action. We need action. They're fighting a boat full of people for no reason. I thought the goal was to get Lassard and Harris back. They are long gone. Why are you fighting oh, that's these people? Right. Yeah. They left. They're on a different boat. They're, oh, yeah, on the they're, they're, they're on the airboats yeah. in the airboat chase, and these guys are just, just there whip, fucking just whipping ass drowning alligators and beating the shit out of these poor unsuspecting cruise folk. Did somebody <laughs> fall through a roof in the in the boat? Was it the fat yes. guy? Yeah, the fat guy. The they did the bombs the away with the helicopter yep. and he like oh, dropped, it dropped it off the top. Like a cannonball. Like yeah. a cannonball. I wrote, nobody else could have ever fallen through this paper-thin roof. They had to get the fat guy to do it. I 100% thought it was going to sink like the Titanic after that. Blink. They 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 were like, maybe they did have a heart. And they were like, that's enough fat jokes. Yeah. Let's not sink this fucking <laughs> boat. <laughs> Destroy the roof, not the boat. Not the boat. Come on. He's not that fat. That's what he um, oh, that's horrible. I think that's that, it. That's literally it. I mean, like, my notes like really fall off a cliff here. I wrote, I literally fell asleep. Yeah. Hightower strong. Yeah. Everyone loves them. <laughs> Yay, movie over. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> so here's the real ending of that. Uh, let's let's be let's oh, be fair. Let's how be they fair. We, they they do yeah. get him. Okay. Uh Nick Lassard says to uh the commandant, he says, This this isn't a uh, a play. Like, you're really being kidnapped. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, oh, in that case, and just fucking, like, judo chops yeah. fucking, who's the boss? And then, yay, we oh, got him! <laughs> there was some scenes where, like, uh, Lassard is giving advice to, to, to Tony. Or Tony? So, yeah, 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 Tony. He's telling and, like, Tony how to kidnap him. friends, and it was like, oh, what a good relationship. They're right? having. <laughs> to one point, Tony was like, sorry, go, so... The other boss, the Pablo Escobar type boss that right. they're trying to get these diamonds for, which I don't think we talked about him enough. He was in and out, so it doesn't matter. Um, he instructs them to kill because he doesn't want any witnesses. Mm -hmm. So he instructs Tony to kill Lassard and uh, Harris. And Tony's all beaten up about it because Lassard's been such a great hostage and he he's grown to love him i guess i don't know so he did, he's like sorry i gotta kill you but it's just business type of thing yeah and so i was like oh i understand i understand wink wink and it's like no he really wants to kill you right now like it's fucking crazy you're about to die old man damn it biden this is exactly why you don't deserve another term sorry was that too political for this podcast? um so i did note that towards the end the kate and nick lassard Seemed like they were wearing the same uniform, so I think they're from the same police force. Yeah, that seems that odd, brings a lot right? of questions. That, like right? the, a, the, a trainer is someone that seems very skilled in like martial arts training for police officers, and this guy who seems like some kind of hotshot. One of them should know about the other. Should maybe not both. Should but are you talking about the white uniforms when they were jamming? Yeah, on? like the, the, the exact same shorts and white. Like, like change uniforms like five times, <laughs> right? Because oh my god, we didn't talk about this, but when. Hightower was on the kiddie boat, run riding around, and he picks up, right? Because, look, 
if, as if his little jet ski wasn't small enough, he picks up Wilson. And he was like, what took you so long? And Wilson was like, I needed a change. And it's like, what, what is happening right now? You're acknowledging that you guys have changed yeah. uniforms 20 times in this movie? Maybe they were like, somebody's going to notice. They look good. <laughs> we need to put, we need to slide this in there. Put a line in there. Somebody's gonna, nobody's going to yeah. question it. Yeah. So they get the crooks, right? Yep. Mission accomplished. The real happy ending is, dun, 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 spoiler your retirement is not mandatory. You can stay on as long as you want, as old man. As long as you see fit. As long as you see fit. And yeah, then Harris death is going to what's going to be. And then Harris is like, oh, gee, we didn't get it again. Oh, like, well, maybe oh. you'll get it in six or seven. I don't know. <laughs> not this time, Harris. Um. Yeah, I have no, I have no more notes about the plot of this movie. I have no more. Notes. I literally did fall asleep at my desk watching this. Like, <laughs> I had my feet up and I was trying to watch it, and then like I just nodded off during like the chase scene at the end. I did have That's one good. thing that I thought was fun was I looked up other movies that were set in Miami. Ooh, nice. Ooh, I know, <laughs> so, I know which one of my favorites is. Let's get so, these lists. So I didn't do this in any particular order, but this is the ones that I like. You know, brought up. Um. <laughs> Bad boys. Bad boys. One, yeah. two, yeah. Forever. Only one I can think of. <laughs> the Birdcage. Yes. Ace Ventura. Ooh. The Pest. Finkelhorn. Or Finkhorn. The Einhorn. Specialist. Something about Mary. Holy shit. Wild Things. Any Given Sunday. Miami Vice, obviously. And Miami Connection. Miami Connection. Nice. That's Even though fave. it wasn't and like almost at all in Miami, but I included Orlando mostly. So That's just thought of hilarious. all the Miami movies that we no one loves. Should we rate them? Uh, no. <laughs> How many was on that list? I don't think we have enough time. This is like eleven. So instead of doing movies that are based in Miami, I wrote down movies that are the fifth movie in a series. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's got to be a whole bunch there of are series that, that have five movies in them. I think that was more like it. Shaft has five movies in it. What? Three of the movies are just called Shaft. <laughs> Which one's the, the first one? And then I think it's like Shaft Returns, and then that the new reboot, the new one, just called, just called Shaft. Shaft. And then there's a new, new, new reboot, still just called Shaft. What? Jesus Christ! And but it's it's a reboot of the Samuel L. Jackson movie called Shaft, where Samuel L. Jackson plays Shaft, and Shaft's nephew is a new character. Uh, Baby Geniuses. <gasps> Are you stuff. serious? The fifth one is Baby Geniuses and the Space Baby. Holy ben shit. Benji 5, off the leash. Benji 5? Is there five Beethovens? Uh, <laughs> there's five house parties. What? what? They include the reboot that just came out. Oh, my they God. They do include reboots in these. It's yeah, that's what works. Fair. Phantasm 5. Remember the movie Phantasm with the silver ball yes! sticking your forehead? Oh, God. Mm. Yep. The uh, fifth one came out Excuse me. like three years ago or <laughs> something. Whoa. Um, there's probably way more. Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wrote in like Scream, Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, Those, these are like right Rocky, Born Identity, Die Hard. These aren't fun, though. Gosh. You know, they... yeah, <laughs> Born Identity Pop. had five? Yep. Really? Was it because Ultimatum? Of... What's Ultimatum? There's one that doesn't have... Uh... Oh, it's just Born or Jason Oh, Fast Born. and Furious. Mm. Yeah, Fast and Furious, Ice Age, Pirates of the Caribbean, Planet of the Apes, Shrek, mm. Twilight movies, Underworld, Jurassic Park, Mission Impossible, Bond movies. Resident Evil. And There's... a whole bunch of porn. And yeah, also, also many, many pornos. <laughs> Five a year, probably. Uh, <laughs> That's um, funny. Uh, so I do want to get this part in. Uh, this doesn't fit in our format, but um, 
Do you know how successful these movies are? As a whole? Holy shit. The Police Academy movies? No, I do not. And I so, think you're about to blow my mind. Yeah, so Police Academy 1 came out in 1984. Budget of $4.5 million. Uh, grossed $149 million. Wait, shut up. Yeah. Now wonder, Jesus That's a Lord. 25X. Adjusted for inflation, that's $415 million. Imagine a movie today making uh, 415 on a budget of I don't know, 40. I mean, that's a, that's a Blumhouse. Ones, that's right? a Blumhouse film. Yeah. That's a 25X. And so that was 1984. This movie came out in 1988. Yeah. And that's the fifth movie. So they made one of these movies every single year. 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. Every single year they oh were like, my God. crank out a new one. That's why it's so shitty. Yeah. Exactly. Be- because the profits, the production budget is like uh, 4.5 for the first one, 7.5 for the second one, 12 million for the third one, 17 for the fourth. This one costs 14 million. And then the next one after this one cost fifteen again. So they were like they pumped fifteen million into them. Always made their money back. The grosses of the movies go one hundred forty nine for the first one, one hundred fifteen for the second one, one hundred for the third one, uh, seventy six million for the fourth one. This piece of trash made fifty four million dollars. But I didn't I didn't do the adjusted for inflation on that. But it's got to be it made three x on there. Got to be two hundred million dollars. That's fucking insane. Yeah, wow. so they, they put in fourteen to this, made fifty four. And they just kept cashing out. Like, Police Academy 6, City Under Siege, made $33 million. What? I mean, for God's sakes, if you're... if you're, People are going to pay to see it, I guess, and you're making all this money, why the fuck yeah, not? Yeah, he's cranking. It's by the same producer. He was just like, hey, I can turn 15 into 40. Here we go. You know, let's do another one. And that I just can't believe these came out every year. That's, That's so insane. wild. Because like nowadays, if a movie, if a series comes out every three years, you're like, yeah. oh, they're really cranking them out. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to say, Police Academy Six uh, was directed by Peter Boners. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he had a nice career. He's a good family man, but man, his name's Peter Boners. That's insane. <laughs> that means they invested like seventy-five million dollars and got back like a uh, like. What like four? I didn't do the total. Yet. Oh no! So I did. Uh, no, yeah. Total budget eighty million. Total return five hundred and thirty-five million. God, yeah. Of course you'd make these. So Peter Boners wrote the sixth one. Or... That, you know what that's adjusted to? One point five billion billion Bit billion. Yeah. Christ, man. What the f? That's a Marvel movie. Yeah. It's, so that's why they kept making this. This guy is living living the life. That's it. it did good not, for him. The, the formula did break with Police Academy Seven in nineteen ninety four. Mission to Moscow. I've definitely <laughs> seen the poster of that one. That one, uh, this budget was ten million and it grossed one hundred twenty six thousand dollars. <laughs> Jump the shark. Which yeah, I think so. it, I think it's theatrical, but release it probably made a bunch of money on video. It was nineteen ninety four. Yeah, Moscow that's, Mission. That's you the remember Mission to Moscow? I, I remember the poster. I probably do because because they're it's like they're the police academy guys are back and they're going to Russia. It's like you know wow. it's cold in Russia. You know. Callahan's nipples are like you've I'm never seen. I'm gonna say I was like I, I, I've probably seen I've probably seen her in some kind of outfit. Yeah, so that's my budgetary uh, breakdown. I, that, I spent like most probably longer <laughs> looking up budgets and uh, grosses than actually watching this movie. <laughs> I think I was, that's probably why the last half of my notes are pretty sparse. <laughs> you just went off on a, on a Google search. Yeah, I was on a Wikipedia tangent <laughs> for a while. That's fantastic. Is can you watch? Can you watch this with your family? We're we're dads. Um, I think this, I'll go first. I think this might be the first one we can watch with our family. I mean, some of the jokes are dated, sexist, racist, but like, it's so stupid that 
nothing's really that offensive. Yeah, you can just laugh it off. I yeah, guess, I yeah. mean, you know, it's, Emmy wouldn't like this movie. She wouldn't get any of the jokes. She might get the bumbling idiot stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's probably why I liked it more when I was younger, right? It's just silly, goofy garbage. Yeah. So, sure, I guess you could watch it with your kids. Right. I mean, well, think of all the think think of the audience that this is for, right? Like all the things, all the little like scenes that they set up, all the little mini hijinks they set up. They're kid jokes. Yeah. They're kid hijinks, yeah. right? So like this isn't for you and me and uh, but they are for kids from that era. Sure. Right? Like like you're Yeah. 12 to 25 year old person from that era, right? It's like a it's like a safe teen movie like in yeah. the 80s you had yeah. like teen sex no comedy cursing, real big no, and this is yeah. like the clean version it was, yep i get of, it sort of i get it that being said though i would is not this a family this. movie because <laughs> family movies video. typically like gross a lot of money is this technically I think a maybe that's movie? why they tapped into that market they're like because it's not there's it's got to be rated pg there's i was no, about to ask that there's next. no it's nudity rated. there's no real violence there's no gore uh, you know, I can't think of anything really offensive about it. It's got to be, I've assumed PG. It's so interesting though, because PG when you take police and I think of all the sexual undertones and like, or in overtones, I wouldn't think that, but having this conversation now, I guess I get it. And it's more, it's more a story of how realistically a family movie, a goofy family comedy contextually how that's changed through time mm -hmm. right because if like i were to say a goofy family movie it would be nothing that is included in this movie would be in that movie in this day and age right so, so can can I go tell back you, and look at the 80s can, can, I tell tell you the other movies. So, yeah. can i tell you the other movies that are lit, uh that were released in 1988 so these competing with other movies family whatever beetlejuice land before time who framed roger rabbit big Twins. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Stand and Deliver. The Jaime Escalante story? Coming to America. Ooh. Scrooged. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Love that movie. Um, I mean, like, how are these in the, I mean, Willow? Um, I mean, how I are know. These Once again, you're confirming to me that I was right. This is <laughs> the greatest year of the greatest. cinema of all time. <laughs> oh, Michael, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Moonwalker. We might have to actually watch that one day. So I, I, we should probably look up later, like where this came in in the yearly releases, because like Big and all those other movies, they're making those are tons yeah, of money. Like what this only made fifty four million. This is like on the downslope of this this thing. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess I could see. I probably wouldn't want to, but like if it was on and my kids were watching it, I wouldn't be like, turn that shit off. I'd be like, eh, it's goofy. You're right, because I watched it as a kid. Probably, exactly. You know. I mean, I didn't think I watched this when it came out, but I think I went through a police academy phase at sure. some point. Agreed. Where, you know, maybe it was in the 90s. I was probably 12, 13. And I was like, oh, yeah, the police academy movies are pretty fun. Definitely 12 or 13, because I, I, I definitely identify with uh, Callahan <laughs> in, her, in her chest. <laughs> like, it was it was that awkward, that phase where it was just starting to notice, right? And, like, you can tell what's going on yep, with her. Yep, and that's her whole thing. That's her whole thing. Um, I wonder... Uh, I wonder if what the actors got paid for this because the producers clearly make a bunch of money. Do they just come back for like scale? You know, they're making maybe resume for hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. They, they got a new house, dude. They can't be getting paid too much. I got it now. Police Academy Five, um, number one hundred forty-two gross uh, 
top grossing in 1990, 1988 out of 3,800 titles. Yeah. Wow. So um, 100 and, we said 142? Yeah, that's up there. That's the, top, you, that's the top movie. I have not heard of any movie we're gonna watch them on all. this page oh with it the page with it yeah the page with it how, um, how, how many <laughs> we're gonna watch all of those movies how many podcast episodes if we get to 150 we're gonna have to go <laughs> gotta keep going <laughs> i mean i'm trying to find one that i would recognize that, that it beat. Oh, wait, let me see um so we're already on the next page of movies it beat you seen the rescue well, I just got there. Eight Men Out, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. There you go. It beat Ooh, Elvira. Elvira. It beat Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Mac and Me. Holy shit! The, uh, we might have to ET do that. ET knockoff one. Mac and uh, Me. Yeah, no. low budget Mac and Me. It's sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah, they drink the fucking Coca Cola. Hot to Trot, the Bobcat Gold. Ooh, Play. I know Hot to Trot. I watched that one. Well, in that's December. what he was doing this year. That's what he was doing this year. He couldn't do Police Academy Five. <laughs> I've also seen Fresh Horses. You're right. Hot to Trot was insane. I might have to watch that one again. Do not. I Okay, I won't. No, I mean, you can, but no, I'll tell I'm you. Good. I'm good. Let me good. tell you some secret about this. It did not hold up. <laughs> <laughs> we were, I put it on in Florida, and I was like, I remember this movie. This movie's funny, right? And it was like, oh, God, this is terrible. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought a talking horse movie with Bobcat Goldthwait? Is <laughs> fucking Bobcat Goldthwait. That was a fucking, that's a character. The remake movies. of The Blob? All right, we gotta get back on track here. This high spirits. <laughs> Man, I've seen a lot of these fucking movies. Pretty sure, I don't know high spirits. It's a a ghost comedy. Like they move into a a mansion, and it's got Peter O'Toole. And he's like all drunk and old, and it's like the ghosts are haunting. I think it might have uh, Gutenberg in. That's what he was fucking doing. Oh, he he couldn't make it. He was in fucking yeah, high tides right. or whatever it was called. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I have no more notes. Uh, Oh, we got it. What do we do? So, we oh, do... Wade, would you, you and Margo oh. sit down and watch this movie? Are you... I don't want to have to have all the conversations <laughs> I'm going to have to have with her if we watch this movie together. So like, many questions. So many questions. So I mean, many... just like, I mean, like, bumbling idiots, gangsters, fat guy jokes, homophobic jokes, hitting on women, object objectification, oh, yeah. the fart in the elevator. Like, just... I don't want to have to deal with that. What's and you honey? have to. Like, if you, you watch it, that's what you're signing up for. If you watch this, you have to literally explain everything. Right. Yeah. What's funny is, like, all these are, like, such, like, comedy movie tropes that are, sure. like, they're, they're, like, a shorthand at this point for people who like dumb movies. Yeah. They're, like, We've just all seen them. I guess, you know, we're four-year-old four men. We've seen these movies before. Yeah. But children, I guess, have to be taught. Right. <laughs> but do well, we want to teach them? Do we want to Probably teach them? not. L later in life, <laughs> yeah, let, let, you know, because like my kids are learning like what's what's funny from like kids shows nowadays. They're yeah. learning like comedy and like mm -hmm. uh, you know how like when you were a kid and like you knew The Simpsons was funny, but you didn't get all the references. Oh, yeah. Sure, like it's still funny. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. makes a joke, what makes a punchline. You know, you can tell it's got the rhythm of comedy, mm -hmm. even if you don't understand it at sure, all. Sure, sure. So I think they might get this movie as like, oh. I understand that he's pointing a gun at a shark. That's funny. Or, but they honestly would probably look past most of anything else in this movie. Not for them. That's clearly. great. Yeah, I love this conversation. Um, is it appropriate for kids? We just did that. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, we we do a segment. We haven't named it. I guess we. I blatantly stole this from many other podcasts. But there's who's your guy <laughs> is a thing, and we talk about. We always pick one character, one moment. Uh, that sticks out to us 
as like that's my that's my guy that's my favorite part in the background it's any, anything that could happen like i don't i don't have a guy either like i have i'll just i have uh just that moment where he gets hit with that spitball or what is it a spitball no it's uh the tip of the cigar he bites the tip of the cigar uh proctor bites the tip of the cigar off and spits it out and it oh hits right the neck. it's like he's cutting it and mm-hmm. he hits like him. So that's it's that's so what gross. makes it funnier. Is it's supposed to be just like, patoo, yeah, and it hits him like a fucking ton of bricks, hey man, fucking potato colada gun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't. This movie, I didn't get a lot of actual laughs, like guffaws, like maybe three. So, uh, and they weren't, they weren't jokes that they meant to make. No. Uh, so that was, it was tough to find the thing that was like my favorite part. I, I think actually, if I'm gonna say who's my guy in this movie. It's Harris. He's right. This guy should retire. <laughs> He's right the whole time. You're siding with the bad guy. That's fantastic. He almost solves the crime, if not for his idiot man-child. He's, uh, he, I, I would argue that, yes, he probably is the most put-together <laughs> officer in this officer. movie. Yeah. Um, I don't have a favorite guy. It's more of a favorite gal. Mm. And that would be Callahan. Of course. <laughs> God bless those papayas. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just watching this movie reminded me of a time <laughs> in my life. And yeah, I guess as an adolescent male, uh, Callahan had always been my favorite character and she still is. So there wasn't much else that could draw my attention from the fruits of her labor. <laughs> and the like, uh, Nuclear construction of that bra she's wearing at all. Oh times. man, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking titty sweat, man. That's Do probably it. why I zoned right in. When Callahan's on the screen, my eyes go one place. Sorry, if didn't miss a line. Didn't they look? They put them there for me to watch. So there. I don't know if I have a guy. I mean, like it's. You know what? It might be the shark that listened to Tackleberry. He did. And he the got out listened of there fast. To him. He got out of there fast. Knew what a gun was yeah. and also listened. He understood. He's like, oh, this hurt. This go boom bad. <laughs> this shark was looking for a, looking Ooh, for a snack Ooh, on Fontainebleau Beach. And uh, he was like, this is not my beach. He was about to chomp on that kid. Oh, right. That kid's name was Nate or something. He was like, Nate! <laughs> Nate, you're going too far! They kept yelling at him. Okay, um... So the next section would be like, what else are you watching? Do you have any recommendations for people to watch uh, that aren't this movie? <laughs> oh, like we, we an should... equally bad movie or a well, like, what's we, we, whatever. Like, we were just Jesus. being like, what are you watching? Like, we're you know, it's you watching a good show oh, this like week? Current, yeah, like current, yeah, current stuff. Snapshot. Or if you maybe saw an old movie that you think is better than this, it might be better to spend your time with than fun, this movie. Fun fact, and I mentioned it earlier. I watched Junior one and a half times <laughs> in the past two days. <laughs> I I watched it. I actually enjoyed it, and I wanted to start it over with my twelve uh, year old. And uh, for all the reasons that we just talked about, it's like I want to have these conversations. <laughs> like men can't have babies, and why this is wrong and that is wrong. I I don't know, but she, typical preteen fashion, just played on her phone the whole time. Halfway watched the movies and cringed when we explained that a man was trying to get pregnant, and she was like, "Why? That's gross." And I was like. Because he's a scientist. I know, right? I, and I was like, men can do anything women can. <laughs> this is this is the feminist movie. It's a feminist it's movie. It's, his <laughs> body, his choice. Leave him alone. Um, oh, yeah. Terrible movie. Terrible, nice. terrible. It's funny, though. It really is funny. But, like, I guess the context of that movie 
is off-putting, but it's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, I thought we've been watching recently. Um, uh, the the CBS sitcom Ghosts. Mm. If you're looking for a like good like 30 minute sitcom that has like pretty good writing, yeah, yeah, way better writing than than Police Academy Five. Ghosts is pretty good. Okay. Wow. Okay. We watched uh, two seasons of it in about two weeks. Holy crap. I'm looking for some 30 minutes. Yeah. If you're looking for 30 minute laugher, that's pretty good. Um, okay. Uh, my other recommendation uh, in searching for something online, I found a 1985 show called Double Dare with starring Billy D. Williams. What? And uh, <laughs> wait, not Double Dare with Mark Summer. Oh, no. Nope. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I found this other gem where Billy D. Williams plays a cat burglar. With his partner who are fresh out of jail, and they David Carradine, s- no, yeah. <laughs> they solve crimes and uh, get involved with some sort of overarching. I watched one episode of this, but it is, yeah, it's Billy D. Williams in nineteen eighty five. He's doing funny. the uh, Lando Calrissian uh, Colt forty number one with a bullet, number one with yeah. a bullet. Um, he, it's you oh, know man. he's got got some charisma. This guy. <laughs> uh, so if you're looking for an old thing to watch that nobody's ever seen before. <laughs> Uh, I would recommend that. I learned that the kids are calling that the Riz. What's the Riz? The Charisma. Oh, the Riz. The Riz. The kids are calling it that. I love these um, kids. They're so clever. So because I, I was looking up the Miami movies, I actually want to watch The Birdcage again. I thought that was a delightful movie. I love, or at least last time I saw it. And I want to see it again. Um, uh, one thing current that we're watching is Schmigadoon 2. Hmm. Season 1 was excellent. Season 2... Sweeney Todd episode is fantastic. Really, it is interesting, wonderful. Okay, um, but then like these are kind of like forced situations, so it's kind of hard to like really like dive in. But like, there's a lot of like musical illusions, like a lot of stuff that. Yeah, I I like the first couple. Laurel did not. uh, She was not interested in continuing this process. (laughs) I'm a much bigger fan of musicals than she is. I think, Mm. and so I got all the references that she was not getting. Two is better for references only because I saw Chicago. I saw Sweeney Todd. I saw, uh-huh. like, if you've seen them, it's so much easier. Like, I didn't see Godspell. I didn't see Brigadoon. I didn't hmm. see, like, the first season ones. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, I kind of got that flowery, like, golden age type musical. Yeah. Um, Chicago is a lot more on the nose. Yeah. So that, and so I'm excited for the next era, which I hope is Schmatz <laughs> or like Phantom of the Schmopra. Okay. You know, like the Lloyd oh, Webber. Schmatz, cats. Yeah, yeah. Where do you find this? Um, my Apple. wife's, okay. Oh, dang Apple. it. But, or the place. No, no, somewhere else. <laughs> got it. Somewhere got else. It, got it. Well, if I'm going to, something current, we started, uh, the wife and I started watching Beef on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, we're only an episode and a half in. I enjoyed the first episode, so I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Uh, but I've heard a lot of good things about that, so the wife brought it up, and we started watching. But I'll let her know about ghosts as well, because we're trying to find something for thirty minutes. It, you can watch it with the family in the room. It's it's about uh, ghosts, but that's a good one too. Like uh, seriously, because we have to pause a lot of things. Yeah, it, there's nothing like it's on. It's a CBS sitcom. You know, there's nothing on the screen. It's it's like it airs at like seven p.m. You know okay. I mean? mm-hmm. Um, the first. I mean, for us, we have a little kid, so the first episode does have a guy with his head chopped off. Hey, whoa! But that guy disappears for like the next 15 episodes for All some right. reason. So right. it's like something that's in the pilot, but not in the rest of the show. Okay. Um, but yeah, I recommend that. It's a good show. Good writing. Um, Sounds good. I think that's it. I just had only left the notes here is signing off. Um, <laughs> it took us six months to get this thing back together, back on track. And uh, 
So glad we did it. Yeah, it's fun. Like, it's yeah. weird doing it in person a little bit. Yeah, special, special episode. First one in person. All three of us in Wade's new basement. <laughs> yeah, we are. In, we're in the world's biggest closet. It's uh, a great. It's a great space. The acoustics are spectacular. Yeah, I enjoyed. You can't hear us outside this room, though. Yeah, I'm sure, but not that bad. But we're pretty loud. Enough yeah. to wake up a kid. Yeah, enough to that. wake up a baby. <laughs> but he went back to sleep pretty easy. Um, yeah, so. I think that's it. We're we're two and now three dads uh, talking about movies. That was great. That was fun. Fun times. I can't wait to listen to it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Wade. Thanks for having us here. Yeah. Appreciate you letting us <laughs> hang out in the basement. That was fun. <laughs> the theme. What's the theme? Oh, no, no. Let's get it. Boom. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh.